Welcome to Dirty Dirty Talk Podcast. What's up, Mike? Not a lot, Bex. How are you? Oh, that's a bit morbid. <laughs> I just got home from work. Long pause. <laughs> nah, can relate, can relate. Been a long Monday, eh? Yeah, it's been a long Monday. Uh, what are we talking about today, Bex? Well, here's something to kill the Monday-itis, the Monday blues. Um, we have a bloody epic person on the show tonight. Her name's Michelle Hart. She was with us last week for part one, and this is part two. Yeah, so Michelle Hart is an adult. So we just moved spots. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna put it out there. <laughs> Our flatmate just came through, and I uh, just, I'm, I'm gonna be transparent about it. Like we can't avoid people, so we just moved spots. So that might, it might sound a bit weird with the change of like audio quality and stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah life of flooding and not being able to afford your own bloody home in Auckland. No, 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 no. Podcast cave. Pod cave. Um, pod cave. <laughs> we can't afford a pod cave, guys. Help fund a pod cave for us. Yeah. All right, we'll try and pick up where we, we left off. Um, Michelle is an adult performer. And at the end of last episode, I kind of alluded to what we'll be talking about today, which is not just that, you know, she sort of lives a really fascinating life and does a really interesting job. Um, but it's also how she chooses to put that out there. And I think that platform actually plays a big role in, in, in her sort of adult performingness. And one of the platforms that she uses is called Come Rockets. Bex, what what is a Come Rocket? <laughs> um <laughs> Well, I am an investor of Come Rockets, of Cummies. So it is a currency that's used to buy NFTs, which is what we're going to be talking about today. Um, it's a currency that I might use in the future, Mike, once I get up to um, minting some of my own. Yeah, we're going to mint some, we're going to mint some NFTs. Um, today we're talking about NFTs, and they're really new. And to be honest, not a lot of people know much about them. A few people have talked about it Um and we're new to it. So what we do with before we kind of got stuck into the actual interview proper is we'd have a little chat about what it's about and a little bit of background knowledge. Because like you listeners out there, we're both, we're, we're still in the dark as well. So what's the story, Bex? Yeah. So, you know, let's just put it out there. I basically don't know anything really about NFTs. Um, so it's kind of hilarious that we're doing this on the show. But that's why we're going to do a bit of an explainer, because it's not that it's too difficult. It's just really new, and it's something that's kind of strange. Yeah, so most people would have heard of cryptocurrency, like Bitcoin, Ethereum, etc. But recently, a new product has gained popularity that uses the same technology as crypto, um, but this applies to its product. And that's that's uh, blockchains. And that's the ability, basically, where you have like a an online ledger. So it just never, you can't really destroy it. It just adds on to it. Um, and so they have applied this new technology called uh, blockchains onto what's called NFTs. And that means non-fungible tokens. And that sounds like, well, what the hell does that mean? But what that basically means is that somebody, if somebody has a, a piece of art or a piece of music or pretty much anything, and then they apply an NFT to it, the person with the NFT now owns the rights to the product. In other words, it's kind of like a way of people to own something in a sort of digital space. 
are you are you are you following so i'm following bex is nodding nodding like furiously like yeah. i'm follow. i'm really looking forward to sharing my example mm. because i think that'll help our listeners to understand yeah um and it's one that i might actually do one day let's be honest yeah okay folks so here's an example i draw a picture of a cat i scan it i put it onto the internet and anyone can make copies of that picture but if i own the nft for that picture even though it can be copied by millions of people millions of times i'm the one that owns the right to that image so nfts can be applied to images like that videos articles anything that can be held and stored online but once you own the nft you can then trade it with other people yeah that makes that's sort of the easy way of putting it and i mean that's basically what it is it's applying this non-fungible token type thing to something on the internet um, so what's happening with NFTs now is that there are more and more artists, performers, sports people, writers, NF- are using NFTs to sell their work, and it's been going absolutely crazy. So an artist called uh, CryptoPunk has sold basic pixel art, and that's what it is. It's super basic. Look it up. Um, for up to $11 million for an image, and the original source code of the internet was sold for million dollars that's bonkers it is and people were just going i just want to own that and definitely not as much class as dicasso yeah in my humble opinion yes but we'll get to that later on. we'll get to that later on so yeah we have entire cryptocurrencies and platforms where adult performers are selling their work via nfts and trading with cummies yeah so basically what they're doing is they're is they're creating i mean um, you can get an image of a person, an adult performer, um, and as I say, you can you can take a screenshot of it and you've got it, and that's fine. But you can also buy the NFT of the original work or, or or a copy of that work, and you can buy that from the performer. And one of those places where you can buy and sell these uh, NFTs is on a platform called Come Rockets, which is what we're talking about. So hopefully, our audience kind of understands what's going on here. Um, yeah. Epic. And so one of those performers, as we said, is Michelle Hart. She was with us last week, and now she's back this week to tell us more about her life as a cryptocurrency adult performer. Yeah. So we're going to have a chat with her, and then afterwards we're going to break down what that means in like layman's terms for me and everybody else who doesn't know what's going on. Awesome. Michelle joins us now. Hey, Michelle, welcome back to the show. Hi, thank you for having me again. It's been a been a, a few 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 days. Hey. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, totally. <laughs> so the last time we spoke we we sort of alluded to um where we could find your work and it was on a place a marketplace called um called Come Rockets and this is a place where you can buy and sell or mainly buy NFTs. Can you explain yeah. what the intersection between art, crypto and NFTs is and what's happening in this space how many days do you have (laughs) (laughs) it's a big question yeah it is um so basically what you can do with an nft as opposed to your sort of more now traditional subscription site is or clipsite even actually uh now the buyer has the they have the content in their wallet 
So they can access it without having to go online and stream it from the site they got it from, or they don't have to log on to the site to view it on their monitor. They can view it within their crypto wallet. So that's one thing which makes it more private. Um, so other people can't see that they own it. And yeah, that's cool. Then you've got that they can resell it. So they can pass it on to the next person, same cost or more or whatever. So there's a level of speculation there. So like if you think someone is about to become famous in the industry, you buy some of their content, you can then actually sell it at a profit in future. Um, who knows how that'll pan out? It's only been going on for a few weeks, this new marketplace. So I have no idea, but I see that as being something super awesome. And it also allows for royalties to be paid to the creator slash performer, which is new. That's another new thing. We've never had that before because we've never had resales. So when you've previously made content, it goes out there, someone pays for it, and the buck stops there. It, it goes onto their computer or they rewatch it or whatever. Um, I don't know what else. I think it's cool. <laughs> I think they're cool. They're fun. It's it's similar to previous, but yeah, slightly different and slightly new. So, what what are you doing on Come Rockets? Like specifically, Michelle? Like, what's what's your sort of typical day? And like, how does the process of 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 NFTs and and using a sort of a crypto market space or NFT market space? What's that like? It's really user-friendly. It's super easy to use. I'm creating things at the moment that are pretty much just digital stills, so like photos. A lot of them I'm doing, there's a public photo, and then when you buy it, you can access a hidden photo, um, which is generally more risque than the public one. So there's a bit of incentive to buy it there uh, to unlock it. And in future, they're going to up the amount you can upload. So at the moment, it's I think it's a maximum of 40 megabytes. They're going to up that to two gig. So what you could do in future is have like a little clip at the front that people can see, anyone can see that. And then when you purchase it, you could have like essentially a full length movie inside it. You could have so much content in there, um, hidden away that only the person who has it can see. I mean, I, it, it seems as though there's a level of like speculation and investment coming through on NFTs. I remember when they first came yeah. out, like it was people going, whoa, 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 new technology. Um, I'm going to buy a, a picture of, I don't know, a cat or something, and it's going to sell for like 400000 or something like that. Is that kind of what, not just what you are doing in terms of your performance stuff, but is that what a lot of artists are doing generally? Like they're just kind of putting it out there and... and, and and hoping that some there's going to get, gain some sort of traction around that. Is, does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. I think at the moment what we're seeing is that with the success of the ones that have gone for like millions, say, it's led to thousands and thousands and thousands of people who think, oh, yeah, I want to do that. And realistically at this point, the odds of that are pretty low happening to you, but you can still make an exceptionally good living out of it. The odds of going viral and making like, you know, $100,000 a month out of it, it, only a few people will get there. Only a few. There's like, sure, it could happen, but I think pinning all your hopes and dreams on going viral is 
is a bit difficult at this point. Because mm. I was going to ask, like, how much on average do you sell some of your NFTs for? And, and, and what kind of images are you putting up? I have, like, I have a thing for the everyday person <laughs> uh, being able to be involved in stuff. So mine start at $4. Um, some of mine uh, go for like $500, but those ones are like one-offs, they're rare, they've had a lot more time put into them, and then you've got the stuff that's, you've got a bunch of copies of it, and it's that just anyone could afford it. And I think that's super cool. And like at the end of the day, if those double in value, that's great, but there's not a huge amount of risk involved to the buyer or to me, really. So Mike really introduced me to NFTs like really recently. Um, and we were having a scroll through on Cum Rockets and we saw that mm. some photographs were going for like thousands of dollars. And yeah. I was quite astounded by that. And I guess like some people might think it's silly that someone would buy something for a thousand dollars, for example, when anyone could just get a copy from the internet. So my best reasoning behind it is I'm a total geek. I play Magic the Gathering. Oh, I was going to say, it's this. And, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. and to me, it makes absolute sense. Mm. Absolutely does. As soon as I saw NFTs, I went, oh, shit, that's the next, that's the next trading card game. I was that's just thinking that. That's what all the geeks are going to yeah. want to collect. Yeah, it's big. You know, like, you've got your Black Lotus. Those things, like not even a great one, $26,000. They're mm. not even numbered. NFTs are, each one has its own number on the blockchain. Like it's coded, it goes back to there. So they're traceable. Mm. Um, when things are a one of one, like it's a unique one or there's a set of 20, like I just, was, oh, I don't know, it tickles my geeky side. <laughs> and I totally get why people want that. I, this is so I was kind of thinking exactly the same thing as you were talking about and, and as you were saying that as well, Michelle. Like I we've gone on, it's like a little number and it's got mm. a little like moving graphic or something. They're like mm. this little piece of code is kind of like a trait, it's like a card or like something a collectible. Yeah, collectible. Right? Mm. At the end of the day, we're magpies. <laughs> Shiny objects. And if you spend oh. money on something that makes you happy. <laughs> yeah. We place value on all kinds of random things because they make us happy and they give us fun and, like, we can escape from the harsh reality of the world and have a bit of fun for a while. And why the hell not? But, I mean, what's really cool about it, though, as well, I, I mean, you know, if you're a, a creator of NFTs or whatever and you've got a fan who's like, you know what, stuff, but I'm just going to buy it because I want to support that artist versus, mm. say, I mean, it's an, I mean, it, like I imagine there's a lot of adult performers who um, use or are looking into sort of NFTs or marketplaces like Come Rockets, but they also do OnlyFans or whatever. It's a way of like leveraging yeah. the popularity yeah. that you have from one platform to another and vice versa, I guess, 100%. as well, right? Any, any adult performer that is doing well is on at least three platforms. You have to cover multiple different sectors because there's going to be different people on different platforms. And the, the another thing I think is the future of custom content. So at the moment I'm working on an NFT. I've ordered a bunch of stuff. I've got to do some crafting. I've got to, like, I'm making a whole thing for this person as their own one-off NFT that's just theirs. Like, they've 
they've had a full input in how it's getting put together. Yeah. And you do that currently on sites like ManyVids and stuff. People can order custom content, but it's not it's it's not on a blockchain, it's not coded, it's not in their crypto wallet. They can't resell it or you'd sue them. Uh, so okay. it's yeah. Yeah. Um so Instagram Patreon, you said quote, uh Instagram Patreon got big on on the backs of adult models. Um what do you mean uh, by this? Yeah. So in throughout history for a while, we've seen that a lot of adult performers or adult workers, sex workers, etc., really adopt new technology quite quickly um, because they like to adapt to what's going to be trending, what's going to be new, how to get their name out there, how to get more customers and clients and, and promote their themselves out there. Uh, Instagram influencers a ridiculous number of them would be adult workers. They are. Really? Um, and then same with Patreon. It's all the like cosplay nudes and lewds. And both both companies have tried to move away from it once they got big enough that that wasn't supporting them because they want to be able to have more, like they want to be able to be on app stores, they want payment processing, they want um, large companies with conservative values to be investing in them. Yeah, fair enough. And you've also said, quote, NFTs have the unique content that you're, uh, the, the unique aspect, I think I misquote you there, but um, aspect that your fans can actually make money off, off it themselves. Um, what, yeah. so sort of mentioned that before, like if I buy an NFT, I can resell yeah. that. What's, what's sort of going on there? I mean, like it's, it's, it's that trading card thing, isn't it? Like where I yeah. buy one and then the value goes up over time or something like yeah. how, how do, how do yeah. NFT creators feel about the whole thing? I think it's super cool. Cause it's sort of like if I were creating a physical item, like if I was a blacksmith, and I made like some kind of wrought iron jewelry and I sold it and then I got popular and then other people are selling their second hand for more. Mm. So that's pretty cool because it means that you're probably also putting your prices up. But previously when it came to online content, once it was sold the first time, it, it didn't really get sold again. So, mm. yeah. Sort of just went into people's hard drives. I guess some might be wondering like, why would an adult performer not prefer more conventional ways of monetizing their work, like using regular currency and and whether using crypto would be more risky or more unstable? Our payment processes are risky and unstable mm. <laughs> already. Um, a lot of the companies really, really don't want to be involved with anything sexual. Uh, Visa, MasterCard, all of that. Mm. Um, the board members tend to be quite fundamentalist. Uh, they're in parts of America that are quite conservative. They just don't want a part of it. And they've got foster sister rules that they've got going on there that they're also kind of enforcing on the rest of the world. Um, and so, for example, not it was the start of the year, it's January, Many of it's decided they weren't going to pay Australia or New Zealand in bank transfers anymore. They gave less than two weeks notice. So it was mid-pay cycle when they decided this. 
as an Australian, that meant that I could no longer get paid through my bank. Like I just, they weren't going to put it in my bank anymore. No warning. They just decided this because of banking rules. Um, so I've had to sign up for a Paxson wallet, which was, I, I don't know, there's some bad reviews for that company online, but it was, it was a process. It took multiple days. Um, and now I'm paying these huge fees each time I get a payout. It's just not really worth it. Um, and all of the, all of the companies I'm with online, they'll pay out like every two weeks or there's a week backlog before you can request a cash out and then five working days and so on and so forth. So our payment is dicey basically. And at any point, a payment processor can and will pull the plug on a platform. It's happened a bunch of times. I think OnlyFans have changed payment processes like five or more times since I joined because they keep having problems with them. Um, I, I never thought about that. Yeah, I'd never thought about that aspect. So like mm. in a way, accepting crypto as payment is kind of more like stable than it's traditional so sta- methods. Yeah. Yeah, that's really it's so much more stable. I I have never been paid instantly. Every single NFT you sell, the money instantly transfers to your wallet. Mm. And if you want to cash it out, then you can. Like straight away. Obviously, it takes a little while to get to your bank account from Mm. that end, but it is in your wallet straight away. So if you have, uh, there's, there's these Binance credit card type things, like crypto credit cards. So if you have one of those, you can actually use your pay seconds after someone buys your product. So I mean, seconds. It, it kind of gets rid of like the middle men. Do you know what I mean? Like it mm. goes straight to you. There's nothing. I mean, I, yeah, like, it's not being held in the company account for X amount of days. I mean, uh, yeah. there is obviously the value of um, like a crypto, like cummies or cum rockets can like fluctuate up and down, but like the mm. positives is that it just comes in and out and you have more control over what you're up to. So the site is getting around that by also offering sales in what's called BUSD, which is um, US dollar tied currency. Nobody's really using it because everybody's like, woohoo, cummies. (laughs) But in future, I'm sure people who sign up probably also will use that like if they're not into crypto so much themselves they'll probably go oh that's busd i understand usd um but for now if you're selling in cummies you can swap it to busd as soon as it goes into your wallet and then yeah. that way it won't fluctuate yeah. um i'm fine with fluctuation because you know for me i see this as long term so mm. i'm working for fiat or dollars elsewhere and then keeping this as like a stash makes sense which is what i would suggest people do if they're you know if they're just starting out in something new like don't don't peg everything on it (laughs) make sure you keep your day job for a while as well but yeah let's um let's talk about dicasso you know <laughs> oh my goodness yeah yeah so so um, cool yeah so the listeners <laughs> this is a person who basically makes like not safe for work picks a lot like you got to check it out it's amazing so got you got to hop on yeah. um, the come rockets website um but it you said on Reddit, yeah it's amazing you said um on reddit recently that he sold his nfts on come rockets for seventy four thousand us dollars in a week mm-hmm. what what's going on here that's that's insane money he's made even more now um really <laughs> 
on day 12 he hit 100k wow far out yeah and it's it's literally <laughs> pixel <Yeah>. penises <laughs> and, and like it's just the humor of it they are hilarious like they've got all these little personalities and backstories and things and that's that's back to the training card thing you know these little these little dudes with their backstories and their little outfits that they, he's put on them they've all got a number you know like they're in a series they're one through 100 and they've they're very like i don't know i anthropomorphic penises yeah, so there's like there's one of like a, a, like a big brother yeah, there's, there's a few really good ones there. they're, they're so funny they're great yeah yeah, I think it's like humans will pack on with anything kind of a thing and we're all just like, oh my gosh, I want to have the little cute penis thing. Mm. <laughs> How did you but discover yeah. Come Rockets, Michelle? Because you're one of the, you're a very active creator on there now, but, but mm. where did you first hear of it? So I was camming as per usual, live streaming, and one of my regulars who's like a friend these days, um came in and like cracked some joke about it and I was like I have no idea what you're talking about dude <laughs> and therefore explained it and it had just gone viral on like Bill Mayer or something and I had never bought I had never bought crypto because I was sort of like oh yeah like I want to get into it but I have no bloody idea about any of it um and this was sort of like the tipping point I started googling once I got offline that night and it was like 2 a.m. by the time I bought some because I had to like watch these YouTube videos on how to do it and, mm. and get onto the exchanges. And I accidentally bought Bitcoin first because I didn't know anything about blockchains. Uh, so I bought $200 worth of Bitcoin and then realized that you can't swap between chains. And uh, it was, I don't know, it was like 2 a.m. Yeah, when I finally got my first cubbies and then went to sleep and was all happy. <laughs> so I love this. Yeah. It was two o'clock in the morning when I first got my when I got my first cummies. Can relate. Because yeah. <laughs> yeah. I saw it and I was like, oh my god, I understand this. Like this is this is an industry I know. I can see that this is useful. Like I am constantly stressed about actually getting paid for the work I do. Like will this be the week that you know, the website I'm on gets shut down and no longer exists and then I can't get paid anymore um, and I have to start from zero. Like, definitely jumping on new stuff. It's it's the way forward. Innovation. So community is a massive thing in crypto. What can you tell us about um, the crypto <laughs> community generally and more specifically about the Come Rockets or Coming community? Um, I think the crypto community is super varied. It's super varied. You've got your people who are all into like research and statistics and they're really serious and, you know, they're, they're all about spending hours and hours doing spreadsheets and the likes. And then you've got like what, what people call like the crypto bros. Um, who are all just about like moons and like jumping all in and, and this and that. And it's all very hype based. And then you've got like all these average people in between, which I think is a lot of what Come Rocket has, the average people in between. Um, and I'm predominantly active on the Come Rocket Discord, which is I found to be a fantastic community. I knew nothing walking in. Like I bought at the dumbest point. I bought on a parabolic. I didn't know. I just saw it was going up 
you know, I was like, holy shit, I want to get in before it goes up more because uh, I've done stocks and that's how stocks work. No, crypto, different. Um, and then so many people took time to like explain things and how charts work and like what what's likely to happen next and all sorts of stuff like that. And the team is actually active. So you can talk to the people who are working on the project, which I think is invaluable. And that's why I kept investing more because they were serious people. Like if they don't know something, they will refer to someone who does. Like the creator lid, she's got a background in software, but not so much in like in sex work and all that. So she has actually, like she straight away was deferring to people who knew that part. So for me to see someone who can take on other people's knowledge and not let their ego get in the way of that is something that I'm like, fuck yes, you're going far. Like, yeah. Trust is kind of a big, big thing, eh? Like, you know, to be able to talk mm. to people and everything. Um, it's pretty cool. I, another kind of random nerd question, but um, when you want to make an NFT, you mint that thing, right? So let's say, for example, yes. a picture. Um, how do you actually go about minting an NFT? So technically, when you mint them on the site, they're not actually minted yet. So you upload your media, you fill in your little text boxes, and then you click this big pink button. It's huge. It's huge. And once that's done, you can then either list it for sale. So you click the white button and click list and you select how much you want to sell it for. But technically, it's not minted until someone buys it. Ah, and I, I think that's probably so that they don't spend a stupid amount of money in the back end minting literally everything. Because, right. for example, I've made over 700 NFTs on their site. Wow. So <laughs> you so can they're... imagine how how heavy a load that would be if they minted completely everything. Um, so, yeah, like technically I'm not like, – all I do is click buttons. Yeah, because, I mean, I was just thinking like yeah. if there was like some complicated <laughs> was... thing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I would, before the launch, because in the V1 – they had a team that made the NFTs and minted them and did everything. You just had to send them the content. Um, and Aaron X Eddie did the animations. I don't know if you guys have seen them, but they're, they're phenomenal. And I was thinking like, how? How am I supposed to do this? Like, there's obviously coding or something here and I don't know, but it is literally big pink button and then white button. Um, Easy. <laughs> so it's like, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it was. It's not scary once once you've signed up, and it, it's easier to list an NFT than it is to list on eBay. Nice. Wow, that's yeah. uh, that's really good to know yeah. because we've actually had a few conversations in our house about taking taking mm. some pictures and minting them. Um, yeah. What tips do you have for us to make them as popular as possible? I think the best thing you can do is. Do stuff that you find fun that you would buy. Because chances are someone else finds that fun and they will want to buy it. But mostly it's it's got to be fun. Otherwise, why would you do it? And also, it's not going to be good quality if, if you're not having fun making your content. Like, I've got a 
quick little video that was made into a gif of me eating a sausage roll in a bathtub of tomato sauce. I did it as a prank <laughs> and it sort of like stuck <laughs> and someone turned it into a gif and now it's an NFT. Um, and it was just me being, unfortunately me, um, <laughs> but like stuff like that, like you just have fun. Like if you've got some wacky idea, just make it, make it happen. And then if you're looking at it and you're going, oh yeah, that's pretty cool. I'd buy that, put it out there. Put it out there. Anyone can do it. Literally anyone. Like I said, pink button, white button. Done. <laughs> where do you see um where do you see this sort of NFT um crypto space with regards to, to the work that you're doing in particular in in the in the future? In the future. Mm. I think yeah, it's going down the custom road. I don't know too much about the other NFT marketplaces, but I'm not in the subreddits I'm in that do promote NFTs. I'm not seeing custom content. Like I'm seeing drawings. I'm seeing things that are like being pumped out by the thousand. Like they'll put in characteristics and then it like auto generates like thousands of similar image. I'm not seeing things where the customer comes to the creator and goes, this is what I'd like. I'd like you to cosplay as this, or I'd really like an hour of you burping <laughs> or you know like it's a thing <laughs> it is a thing i haven't had that request but i know people who have um you know i've made videos where we pretend to turn a person into a balloon and then tease them stuff like that like to be able to go to someone and say hey i'd really like you to make me this and i'd like it to be a collectible item and any last sort of like thoughts on 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 Kami's crypto um, NFTs, anything like that? Sort of in just last 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 thoughts that you might have, Michelle. Last thoughts. Oh, it's never the last one. It's never the last one. <laughs> <laughs> My main thought on it is that it is going to grow. It's absolutely going to grow. It's it's just like with OnlyFans. It's suddenly anyone can do it. Anyone can make an NFT. Anyone can make a not safe for work NFT. As we're seeing on the marketplace, which no one really predicted, the most popular stuff is people's drawings, like people's digital drawings and there's watercolor painting and like all of this. So you don't even have to put your own body into your art. Like you can make art out of what's in your mind and sell it. Like there's no limit. Anyone, literally anyone can do it. That's super cool. Mike, I think we have to give it a go. What do you yeah. think? Yeah, let's <laughs> let's do something. <laughs> but in the meantime, where can our listeners go to find your NFTs, Michelle? On the Come Rocket website, comerocket.io, and I'm Michelle Hart. And also, actually, um, are there any other sort of resources you'd point people to if they were interested in the subject? Uh, definitely the Discord. And also the Come Rocket website does also have videos that explain what is an NFT, what is crypto, and also then they've got ones on like how to sign up, how to make the NFTs and all that, and they're going to keep pumping out these videos as well. Um, I'm going to do a couple little videos on how to market an NFT. I'm still learning, um, but that's also important because like it's one thing to, there is organic traffic on the site, 
um, so people can explore the site and just kind of go through, sift through it, and you'll get sales doing that. But really, you want to go outside of organic traffic as well. Fantastic! Yeah, wonderful. Have well, you have you learned a lot, Bex? I I have, and I'm actually pretty keen to give it a go. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Empowered. I, mean, I thought that it would be a really, really difficult process, and I'm like a lot of it goes over it my can, head. I find it quite confusing. But for you to say that um, anyone could get into this, yes, it is really yes. empowering. Oh, well, it, like it can be a really difficult process, and like if you look at Erin X Eddie's page, she's put in all this three-dimensional graphic rendering and like all of this sort of mm. stuff that's just way, way above my head. But you don't have to do that. It's what you put in. You can choose where, like, what type of content. And yeah. Awesome. Well, thanks so much for coming on the show. And um, I'm sure we'll catch up again at some point. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much. Bex, how was your uh, interview? <laughs> how, how did it go? <laughs> What? <laughs> My what? interview. I'm off to a flyer. Yeah. How was how was the interview for you for um having a having a chat with Michelle? Um I found it really interesting. What I was thinking about was how much more like animated she was um talking about all the crypto stuff. And like it was really interesting talking to her last week about what it's like being an adult entertainer, etc. But but talking to her um tonight, I felt like she was really excited about this new technology and how she can actually have more like power over what she's doing. Um, one of the things I found particularly interesting is when she was talking about how unstable the traditional forms of payments are for her industry and how crypto is more stable. Like, isn't that like, that's lit. It's, I mean, it's really kind of intuitive, right? So you're thinking, wait, hang on a second. Doesn't crypto do all sorts of crazy weird shit like go up and down? Well, yeah. I mean, at the moment I hate to tell you that, my cummies are pretty down. Well, <laughs> yeah, that's what happens. But if you, I mean, if you think about it, it, it kind of makes perfect sense. So, you know, you, the, 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 um, the cummies get transferred across immediately. And she's like, well, if you want to, and she's, she said something to the effect of like, look, if I wanted to move those into like um, just regular currency, I can do that immediately as well. It takes a little time from that to get to that point to her bank account, but it's fine. It's, I mean, it's a really cool thing. Yeah, she was saying this is the first time in her whole career that she's actually been able to get paid instantly. I mean, and when we mean instantly, we mean in terms of cryptocurrency. And then, yeah, it takes a few days for her to cash it out. But still, she knows that she's getting paid. Whereas she was talking about like OnlyFans and how they've had like five changes in providers, etc. over the last few years. It's crazy. We spoke a little bit, maybe three months ago, about OnlyFans cutting off um, people who are doing adult work. So, you know, here we have this platform, which is like, actually, it's actually built for this, which is really interesting. Um, and they use a system of payment where it really works in the sort of creators, providers. Uh, pro, um, it, it works for the provider, the, the creator. Yeah. And talking about cum rockets, we've just been having a wee scroll. I've been having a bit of a troll of old Dicasso. And... Did you know that his latest piece sold for ninety thousand dollars? Nah, ninety thousand. Do Do you want to know what it was? Yeah, what was it? Any guesses? Oh, I mean, it was it was like a dick. <laughs> yeah. So, 
um, as per usual, a pixelated dick watching TV. Yeah. I, can I just pull back a little bit? Like, I just, I want to talk about how amazingly, you know, talking about like adult performer who was once upon a time, maybe forced to do weird stuff, um, working for kind of greasy people. Now they have a bit more sort of autonomy in terms of the platforms that they use. And then again, if you use sort of like the NFT crypto model, it's like actually another step on top of that. So you're kind of like with each step kind of leading, I mean, allowing creators to have a little more autonomy, a little more control and power over what they produce and the system in which they produce it, which is actually a super cool thing. Getting back to your thing about the castle, that's insane. <laughs> I mean, it's it's like the Wild West. I think I mentioned it earlier. It's like this weird place where nobody really knows what's going on because it's so new. And people are just like, oh shit, I'm just gonna throw down money. Cause you could buy like a like this these like crappy little things for like, yeah, a hundred grand. I mean, we talked about it before, but you must be pretty motivated to get something out there and mint it. Well, yeah, I am actually thinking that I might be able to make a bit of dough from this. What do you think, Mike? This this is okay, this is a concept. Just gonna put it out there. Do it. I've been thinking of maybe putting up a picture of my armpit. And like splashing a wee bit of tea sauce, tomato sauce, like good old Waddies, classic tomato sauce, just all over in my armpit. Yeah. Um, and I don't know about you, but I reckon I could get like maybe at least 50 buckaroos for that. What do you reckon? I actually, I'm thinking there's two things. One of is kind of all I had a bit late. Maybe we should talk to Volgaire <laughs> about some fetish stuff. Yes, I think we should definitely bring Volgear back into this conversation. I think should should have a, something to say about that. <laughs> um, it might work, but it's kind of interesting. You said last night talking about like seeing Dicasso's kind of stuff and then going, oh man, stuff, but maybe I could do something. And it's like, why work anymore or something? Like, I've just given <laughs> up. Like, I don't, I don't care anymore. I'm done. I'm done with life, you know, so. Yeah, I did say I was done with life and storm out the room. I mean, it's just for me, it's like, and on one hand, it's absolutely crazy that people can make this much money by putting up pixelated pictures of penises. Mm. Um, on the other hand, like it's kind of cool and weird that people are willing to pay that much just to own the right to an NFT. And I'll, I'll go one step further as well. So we're talking about like NFTs and, and the, I mean, like I said before, well, like we talk, spoke, spoke about the very, the top of the show, it's like it's built on the same technology as, as crypto. So when crypto first came out, it was when it was sort of that, weird crazy stuff but you know at the, like for now people are still thinking nfts are crazy but i do think in time they will actually have pretty good use case and they will be picked up by the mainstream um as a technology and as a sort of as a product i guess but you know coming back to the crypto thing um now there's such massive sort of a push behind it we have people speculating their life savings on that stuff so People, I don't know what will happen with them NFTs, and it is very speculative. But you know, five or ten years ago, people said, "Oh, you wouldn't, you wouldn't touch crypto." Well, crypto wasn't around ten years ago, but um, you wouldn't, you wouldn't do that sort of thing. Whereas now, people like, I mean, like, so you talking about, oh, why should I work anymore?" People are doing that. Like, we, I know of somebody that she lives through that door, sorry, the wall that's next to us, who lives off trading crypto. And people are throwing their whole life savings into it. They're making money off it and they're doing the whole thing. So I don't know. There's, I firmly believe there's some sort of use case in the future. Yeah. I mean, you know, we could think this is just hype. This is just something that's new. But like you say, people are starting to take it pretty seriously. And uh, Michelle's pretty convinced that this is the new, you know, the new future, the new way of trading. So mm. I guess only time will tell. 
But hey, we've been having a few conversations lately around metaverse. Mm. What are your thoughts on that? And how does all that relate to crypto? So there's been some speak. Uh, this is kind of nerd stuff. And I think most people might do now. But I, okay, just bear with me for a little bit. People will be living increasingly online. They they will be. I mean, that's just how it is, especially like given the pandemic. Ready, ready, ra. And I think what crazy Zuxi's, Zuxi Facebook um, is sort of like alluding to with the whole metaverse thing is like we will live increasingly online. And I I think his his sort of vision is like dystopian as fuck. But I mean, basically, people are going to be buying more stuff online. And when you do that, you use NFTs and all to like that's that's a form of ownership on the on the on the online in the online world. I definitely think like the metaverse stuff will be picked up. What do you recommend? So what you're saying is there will 100% be a demand for my armpit. Yes. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So, um, so wind things up. Maybe we should send people to like comerockets.io and um, look up what's your handle. What's your, what's well, your I don't handle? have one yet, but if you have any suggestions <laughs> for a handle, it <laughs> <laughs> has to be anonymous, mate. Might get fired from a job. Um, but if you have any suggestions of a handle, but also some cool as picks that I can mint, yeah. um, let me know. Because I want to get to mooning with this stuff. Let's start mooning with cum rockets. Yeah. That's Let's start bit. minting on cum rockets. To the moon? To the moon. Mooning. Sounds mooning like a... our minting with cummies. So much random. I don't know. Like, what, do they anyway. call, what do they call that? Like, you know, jargon. 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 Jargon AF. Um, but yeah, I'm actually pretty excited. So all I can say to you fans is watch this space. If you have any ideas, hit me up. I'm all about it. I reckon we can uh, do pretty well out of this, Mike. We should aim for 100k in the first week. And you know what? We might be able to buy a pod cave. <laughs> you reckon that could be our goal? That's we should do it. <laughs> I just want a pod cave. We want a pod cave. We're sorry for all the random sounds. Yeah, we. Yeah, it's it's pretty terrible. But um, any last thought specs? Nah, just send your ideas my way. I want right. to get minting. That's so let, it. Let's make some. Let's make some sweet, sweet crypto stuff. Stuff. <laughs> saucy. Saucy. Let's get saucy. Okay. Bye. Thanks for listening. Kia ora.